गीताई गौर हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल गीताई गौर हरि बोल जय जय प्रभुपाद 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 जय जय प्रभुपाद जय जय प्रभुपाद 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 जय जय प्रभुपाद जय जय गुरुदेव 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 जय जय गुरुदेव भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया नारायणम नमस्कृत्य नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथोजादीर शुनिव स्वकृष्णकृष्णपुण्यश्रवणकीर्तना हृदय अंतस्थाही अभद्रा विदुनोती सुहर्षता नष्टु अभद्रेशु निगवत भगवते उत्तमा श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टकी रीडिंग फ्रॉम कैंटो वन चैप्टर एट वर्स थर्टीन व्यासानम वीक्ष तत्म अनषयत्मना सुदर्शयन स्वाक्षत्रेनाषयत्मना सुदर्शन स्वाक्षत्रेनाषयत्मनमशयत्मनमशयत्मनमशयत्मनमशयत्मनमशयत्मनमशयत्मनमशयत्मनमशयत्मनमशयत्मनमशयत्मनमशयत्मनमशयत
he is better known as a bhaktavatsal or the lover of the devote lover of his devotees and thus he preferred to continue as bhaktavatsal than to be worldly moralist who never breaks his solemn vow om ajnanat milandhasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshurun militam yena tasmay shri guruve namaha shri chaitanya manobhishtam stapitam yena bhutale swayam rupah kadamahiyam dadati swapadantikam namo om vishnu padaya krishna prasthaya bhutale shrimate bhakti vedanta swami niti namine namaste saraswati deve gauravani pracharine nirvishesha shunyavadi paschatya deshatarine jay shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda shri advaita gadadhar shivasadi gaurabhakta vrinda hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare hare हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे मुकुम करोति वाचालम पंगुम लंगायते गिरिम यत्कृपातमहं वन्दे श्री गुरु दीनतारनम परमानंदा माधवम श्री श्री चैतन्याईश्वरम वंचाकल्पतरुभ्यश्च कृपा सिंधुवेव च पतिदानाम पावनेवेव वैष्णवेवेव नमो नमः हरे कृष्णा सो एज वी नो सो फार दोस ऑफ अस हु आर फॉलोइंग एंड इफ नॉट देन द so far what's happening that ashwatthama he was been heavily insulted almost like a death penalty you know, being insulted by arjuna on the instruction of krishna and to satisfy all the assembled assembled devotees there like yudhishthir maharaj draupadi and other pandavas now he was so badly insulted but unfortunately he did not learn his lessons and he yet again sent another brahmastra to finish whoever was left in the pandus family as propad writes in the purport and in the first part of the purport propad you know is giving i mean as they say that every line of propad we can meditate especially the purport part of it i will go back to the uh, translation one more time so that we can turn little bit from there and then we i'll come back to the purport in the shloka itself the what very interesting word is there it says swanam of his own devotees so we all we all want to be krishna's own very very own whether as a friend as a lover as a parent whatever might be our mood or may be our mood in the future as in when it gets revealed to us but we all want to be called as krishna's you know in this material world when there is any celebrity and their kids they take so much of pride to say you know in india back in india they'll any politician's son they will say do you know who am i like you know we take so much of pride so as a devotee prabhupad says that our only pride is we belong to krishna so swanam is the word swanam is the, that's in sanskrit means his own so we are krishna's own so we should be so proud of the fact that in this very life we got to be we got to know krishna we got to know ourselves and then we know we are krishna's so that was the word i was i thought of explaining little bit and then here two words are you know two sentences one thing that pandavas were very very surrendered they did not see any other shelter and the other thing that you know krishna did not take time to rescue them because they were it is often very often at least from myself i think when krishna will protect me then i will surrender but if we see in our scriptures the other way around first we got to show our surrender and then krishna will immensely bless us by his protection now as i said the purport has two part of it the beginning part of it is like more of a talking about brahmastra atomic bomb how they are different and you know that part of it so brahmastra can just go for the target so prabhupad writes in the purport even if somebody is hiding somewhere that person can still be killed because it has some sort of a intelligence artificial intelligence and you know it can just go and find and finish that person and it if, if the brahmastra is released it is by the vedic mantra once it is it is much more subtle science and once it is released it will go and finish and it will not create havoc in the rest of the part but if we see in this material world when the atomic bomb was released the nuclear bomb was released it devastated you know the entire thing it is not just the target it is you know whoever i just throw the bomb and innocent targeted whoever everybody gets killed but brahmastra is not like that but today i thought i will focus more on the towards the uh, you know the second part of the purport so prabhupad says uh, prabhupad says two shlokas actually he is mentioning in the bhagavad gita prabhupad says the lord has promised that his devotees are 
never to be vanquished. So we know that shloka is 9.31 from Bhagavad Gita. Shipram bhavati dharmatma shashvat shanti meni gachati kontaya pratijani name bhakta pranashati. This is such a such a hope giving verse. I'll read the translation. He quickly becomes righteous and attains lasting peace. O son of Kunti, declare it boldly that my devotees never perishes. So, you know, Krishna's devotees never perish. It's a very, very hope-giving verse for all of us who are the devotees, who at least declare to be the devotees of Krishna. And we all want to live forever. And since childhood in our, I remember writing translation, man are, you know, man are mortal, man are mortal. But Krishna tells we are immortal. Our soul is immortal. This body will perish, of course. Whatever is born has to die. But our body is immortal. So we are immortal. And our dear Lord, Krishna, is telling us, you know, how to be immortal by becoming a devotee of the Lord. What else can we ask for? By doing so, we get peace. So we get to be, in Bhagavad Gita said, you know, by doing this bhakti yoga, we be peaceful in this very material life. And even after this life, we go back to Krishna to be eternally blissful. So the purport of this uh, shloka of uh, Bhagavad Gita 931, Prabhupada writes, so in the purport, uh, a devotee engaged in a nine processes of of bhakti, those that I just mentioned, shravanam, kirtanam, vishnusmaranam, Padasevanam, Archanam, Bandhanam, Dasyam, Sakhyam, Atmanivedanam. So these are the nine processes which are directly connected to the bhakti. And doing that, we, we get more and more surrendered and closer to Krishna. Then Prabhupada continues there. So Prabhupada says that, you know, in the process of bhakti, when we are engaged through these nine processes, That, uh, you know, the devotee's heart is get cleansed from the material contamination by doing these three nine processes. That is Shmaranam and, and Prabhupada has given us all this in the morning program and in our chanting and all these nine processes of bhakti are included. Listening to Bhagavatam and, you know, glorifying Krishna and chanting his name and all that stuff. It is all so nicely Prabhupada has given us in the morning program. So one who attends the morning pro- programs and when we do our Mangalarti and Everything included in the morning program. We are getting all those nine processes of bhakti. And then doing so, our heart gets cleansed of the material contamination that we have been having since time immemorial, from time so long. You know, we have just listened to our senses and we have acted accordingly. And now our senses are so contaminated, it is very, very difficult. Prabhupada says that, you know, in his lecture, people come and challenge me. Do you see Krishna? Can I see Krishna? Prabhupada says, oh, you need a qualification to see Krishna. If you want to go and see a president, can you just go and say that I want to see Krishna? No, we cannot do that. We have to have a qualification. So if for a mundane president we need so much of qualification, how can we go just go and see Krishna? We need qualification. And I was listening yesterday and Prabhupada says that qualification is our faith. If we have the faith that we, by, you know, and then doing these nine processes, we will eventually be cleansed of our contamination and then we will say, then we will see Krishna eye to eye. That's what Prabhupada's words. Supreme personality is in his heart. So the devotee, for devotee, the supreme personality is in his heart. So even if like, you know, for any other process of bhakti, not bhakti, any other process like jnana, yoga, for them, they have to do a lot of ritual things. You know, so many processes are there that you have to do to get rid of and or to participate in that particular, in like Ashtanga yogas. Like those, there are so many rules and regulations. Not everybody can be a part of it. But bhakti is such a process because as soon as the day we start doing bhakti, we have the Supreme Personality of God and we have some way or the other we are surrendered to the Lord and then he starts reciting and he is there in our heart as a super soul. And when we start, you know, doing these processes of bhakti, our contamination start getting cleansed and then we start seeing him. So we start seeing Krishna in and out. So, but if you go through the Vedas, there are so, it is so, so hard Then you know, we can halfway through and then we see the story of Vishwamitra, how hard he was trying through his tapasya to become a Brahma Rishi. And he, every time he was trying, 
he was something or the other was happening and he was just falling back to zero because the other processes are not like in Prabhupada tells us that in bhakti wherever you end you start from there but other processes are not there like that once you fall down you have to start from zero like, but then in bhakti wherever you wherever you stop or pause you start again from there it does not go back to zero so that's such a wonderful and anything little bit we do for krishna for the devotees it is counted krishna takes an account even if we may forget it krishna doesn't forget it so yeah that's such a such a you know beautiful thing to meditate upon and in this material world we may be doctor we may be engineer but as soon as this body is finished we go back to zero and we have to start again from a b c d we cannot say that oh previous birth i was a doctor i was a lawyer let me you know further my practice from there no we cannot do that that's not possible we do not have that memory or even if we do people wouldn't care if what we say but with krishna we start from where we ended birth after birth after birth till we become completely purified to go back to him so therefore prabhupad says that you know the and the devotee is continuously getting purified because the lord is already in the heart of the devotee and he is remembering the lord constantly therefore the chanting of hare krishna mahamantra should be continued without stoppage so no matter what we do not give up our bead bags this will protect a devotee from all accidental fall down so when i was reading this constant remembering in bhagavad gita krishna says <clears throat> so we remember krishna constantly and our conscious and subconscious gets purified so the verse for that krishna says is satatam kirtayot satatam kirtayanto mam ye yatantascha dhiravrata namasyantascha mam bhaktya nitya yukta upashate translation for that is always chanting my glories endeavoring with great determination bowing down before me these great souls perpetually worship me with devotion so i was just thinking how you know we in the morning in the evening afternoon how we come to shishikala chanji shishirada kala chanji with so much you know we are so blessed he has appeared in front of us it is lord's mercy but nothing else that he has appeared in front of us shri prabhupada has given us this beautiful beautiful deities and then we get to serve them we get to glorify them we get to chant in front of them do all sort of worship and serve his lotus feet and you know dance in front of them sing in front of them and that way we are purifying our existence our material contamination so they are so merciful shri shri radha kala chanji ki jai so and this is a reciprocation you know when you have your deities and this is a krishna is letting us reciprocate with him by showing our you know how we, how can we what can we give krishna nothing everything belongs to him but yet we devotees we love to offer everything that we have even if knowing that it is his and it is going back to him but like they said like in ganga you offer the oblation to ganga back because even if it is the same ganga water and ganga has it but it is our way of expressing our gratitude the love that we have you know even if it is yours i would still but for time being i am claiming it to be mine and i'm yet i would like to give it to you so like that so we get to and then this way we get to reciprocate with lord lord being present here and we getting to serve him it is like a loving exchange between the devotee and the lord the lord likes to make the devotee happy the devotee likes to make the lord happy and like that the shloka says that you know chanting his glories and endeavoring with great determination and uh, bowing down to him again and again and again and um, uh, Uh, so again and again and again uh, bowing, bowing down you know taking the lotus uh, the, the dust from his feet and serving him so uh, the souls the great souls they are to be, to be great souls those who do all that stuff are the great souls perpetually worship me with devotion and talking of reciprocation prabhupad also says in the second in the second part of the shloka uh the purport he is also mentioning about another shloka which he says that you know he behaves according to krishna behaves according to the quality or the degree of devotional service rendered by the devotees so as we surrender as we are seeing pandavas are completely surrendered they are not seeing anybody else um kunti uh, kunti this is a chapter called prayers by kunti maharani and kunti mari maharani is the emblem of surrender she is saying you know she will be saying that no i don't need anything and if that's if uh, you know distress is something that brings me close to you let it be distress but um, let me be remembering you all the time let me you know have the smaranam of you 
remembrance of you all the time. And if that takes me to be in distress, let it be. And that's a kind of a bold statement I don't think I can make. And many of us, it is very difficult to say, put me in distress so that I can think of you. But the point is that the amount of surrender, the Pandavas and the mother, of course, the mother had then, so the child did. So the amount of surrender they have to Krishna reciprocate according to the surrender the soul shows. So... It's a, it's a reciprocation. You show surrender, Krishna shows mercy. You show surrender, more surrender, and Krishna, it's going on perpetually. So the, the verse, other verse that Prabhupada is mentioning here is Bhagavad Gita 4.11. Ye yathamam prapadyante tam stataiva bhajamiham. As they surrender, I reward accordingly. So Krishna, in the purport Prabhupada of that verse, Krishna, uh, Prabhupada writes that Krishna reciprocates with his pure devotees in the transcendental attitude, just as the devotee wants him to. One devotee may want Krishna as supreme master. Another may want him as personal friend. Another as his son. And still another as his lover. Krishna rewards all the devotees equally according to their intensity of love. The the more we love Krishna, the more he will reveal to us. We may may say, I have heard, I'm, I'm still a very neophyte into bhakti, but I have heard in the classes, many, many devotees, they say, I have been chanting for 15 years, 20 years, and I don't feel the reciprocation, I do not feel the love. So Prabhupada gives us the tips, the more intense our love, if we can love Krishna the way we love our family, our children, Krishna will reciprocate. The intensity of our love de- determines how much he will reciprocate because Krishna is the most, he's the, you know, the, he's the intelligent person. So we need not tell Krishna, Krishna, you know, I love you so much, so you gotta reciprocate me as much. Krishna knows how much we, maybe we might be fooling ourselves saying, oh, I'm completely surrendered, but it, in my, in my heart, I may not be, but Krishna knows how surrendered I am. So I need not tell Krishna, see how surrendered I am, you are not reciprocating. Krishna knows being a super soul, he knows how much we are surrendered, how much love we have for Krishna. So the intensity of love for our love for Krishna will, you know, he will reciprocate accordingly. The pure devotee, both in material world and in transcendental abode, associate with him in person and are able to render personal service to the Lord and thus deride transcendental bliss in his loving service. So we see often Prabhupada, whenever bhakti comes, if you see in the, in a, coming from an Indian background, bhakti always, bhakti was always associated with uh, growing up. That's what my you know, experiences, and even if I go back and check, it's the same thing still. That bhakti, back in India, it likes more of an emotion than doing something actively. It is more like, you know, oh, I feel I love Krishna, and then you're busy with with your life, you do not do anything for him. You do not do any. You do not engage your mind, word, body. But you still say, from oh, from my heart, I am always chanting. I am always thinking of Krishna. You just these, these are more of you know, uh, like a, more of a sentiment, more of an emotion, but not so much. So Prabhupada didn't want us to be a devotee like that. He wanted us to be a real devotee, a pure, pure devotee. Uh, so that's why whenever he gave the definition of bhakti, he always says devotional service. It is not just devotion. It is service. Like a mother. A mother might say, oh, I love my child so much. And the child is crying, I'm hungry. Child is saying, oh, I need to get cleansed. And so many things the child may demand. And the mother keeps saying, oh, I love you, I love you, and doesn't do anything for the child. That's not love. Love is when we act. When we say, I love you, of course, and then we act according to, you know, I love you so much, so I act for you so much. I sacrifice so much. I give up so much. I give up my happiness for your happiness. That's what a mother supposed to. And so, so you know, so the devotees are supposed to as well. We say, Krishna, uh, we love you. And we, you know, I'm surrendered. I'm your devotee. And we have to act accordingly. So just saying it is not enough. So that's the reason Prabhupada always gives us the definition for meaning of bhakti as, you know, devotional service. So we serve Krishna all the time. And our service is our expression of our love for Krishna, not just our words. So, so yeah. So, yeah. So another word that Prabhupada is mentioning, that he's saying that in the purport, that ananya vishayatmanam, which means no other means of shelter or inclination. So Pandavas, so we see that how 
know, canto after canto in Srimad Bhagavatam, whether it was Gajendra, whether it is Gajendra, whether it is Prahlad Maharaj, Narad Muni, Dhruv Maharaj, Amrish Maharaj, you name it and they are all, Kunti Maharani, Draupadi, Arjuna, they are all are the surrendered soul to Krishna. And, you know, uh, so we, the Prabhupada says that they didn't have any other inclination. It is not that, okay, I surrender to Krishna and I also surrender to Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma and then there is Mother Durga and I also bow down to them. They also, I should, should not be offending them. You know, they might feel bad. No, Krishna says that, you know, I mean, Prabhupada tells us, no, we have to be one, one-sided and, you know, we have to be very dhrira. We have to be very determined when doing, okay, there is only Krishna and nobody else. So that's how we should be. We should not have like too many, too many surrender, surrender point, too many points where we are surrendering to him and him and her and also a little bit to this person and things like that. No, we have accepted Krishna as our Lord and Master and we are surrendered to Lord and our Lord and Master, whether he gives what we want or not, whether he doesn't. But like a mother, a mother may be giving sometimes very nice cookies or sometimes when the child is sick gives bitter medicine. But the child will not say, okay, this is not my mother because the child, mother is giving me bitter medicine and this is my mother because she is giving me nice sweet cookies. No, the mother remains the mother. So Krishna remains our Lord. Whether whatever situation it is, we have to, I mean, we read Shastras and we read this scripture so that though it, this is like, as I'm telling it, I'm just, these are just my words and not my realizations. I'm just putting it across what Srila Prabhupada has given it in the purport and in the translations what Krishna says. But by repeating it again and again and again, this becomes uh, very, very firm in our understanding. In Chaitanya Charitamrita, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Siddhanta boliya chitte na koro alas, yaha huite Krishna lage sudrira manas. It says that, you know, Siddhanta, the Tattva, the philosophy, this, all this, which seems like, you know, just, you know, hollow knowledge. Uh, but these are so important. Please do not feel, uh, um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, please don't feel lazy about learning about the Siddhantas, that this knowledge, the philosophies, don't feel lazy about it. Because the more you hear, the more you learn about it, from there, Krishna will become Sudrira Manas, means Krishna will be fixed in our mind. He will, and then no matter what, like the pure devotees, like Sanatan Goswami, Rup Goswami, and all our, uh, you know, Acharyas, no matter what they did, no matter what situation they were in, they always thought of Krishna. They always thought of Krishna and never forgot Krishna. So like that, the more we listen about Krishna, the more hear, we hear about Krishna, the more we talk about Krishna, we meditate upon him, the more and more and more he will be fixed in our mind. So we see that, so Pandavas were sent person dependent on the protection of the Lord, although they themselves were, were uh, they themselves were great warriors. So we, in this material world, the moment somebody is very beautiful, somebody is very powerful, very famous, very wealthy, they become so, so freaked out about it and they become so obsessed about themselves. Therefore, them surrender becomes very, very difficult. In fact, Kunti Maharani, you know, named them, them as a disadvantage or an obstacle towards the path of bhakti, having those qualities of high parentage and too much of beauty and too much of knowledge. Because the moment we have these we think that, you know, I'm good. I'm good by myself. I can take care of myself. I'm a controller. I don't need a lot to take care. So that's why Kunti Maharani says those are obstacles in the path of bhakti. So <clears throat> that's a problem with our material world that if we get those, Krishna has all of it. And, and if we get a tiny bit of it, we become so proud of ourselves. But then Krishna is not like that, so are, and not his devotees either. So we have to be, even if we, whether we, if we have beauty, if we have fame, if we have wealth, and if we can renounce things, no matter whatever, to whatever capacity, instead of being proud of it, we can offer it to Krishna and his devotees as a service. And we can serve Lord, and um, we can serve Lord with all our devotees, uh, with, with all our qualities that we have. In fact, in the morning I was just thinking, you know, this is a little heart sharing. I have a, I have my glasses are like very high power. I cannot see from far. Even from that close, I cannot see their face very clearly. And you know, since childhood, it was like, up, uh, you know, I always had a sort of a complaint to Lord. I mean, why do I have to wear these glasses? I cannot see people very clearly. 
and things like that. But today morning when I was standing right in front of Krishna, in Shishi Kalachanji, I was thinking, you know, for Krishna, we not only we can use our what we have good, our, uh, what do you say, our qualities, we can also um, offer the things which may not be as good, like my eyes, they are not good enough to see them, so I have to stand right in front of them. Because, and that's uh, something that I did not appreciate. But for Krishna, we can use not only the good things, even things which are not so good, you know, things that we do not appreciate. So if you can dance very well, you can offer it to Krishna. But if you cannot dance very well, you can still say, Krishna, Krishna, I don't know how to dance, and still I'm dancing for you. So we can use everything for Krishna, what you have and also what you don't have. And Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita that I give you what you don't have and I preserve what, I give you what you don't have and I preserve what you have. So, you know, Krishna will give us what we don't, what we lack and he will preserve what we have. So I was just thanking Kalachandi that I, because of this, if I could have seen him from far, I would have stood far, far and would have taken his darshan. But because I cannot see him from far, I have to stand real close so that I get to see him. And that way I feel the kirtan better, I feel their presence better, and I get little, little less deviated from while I'm looking at them. So I was just, I thought of sharing that as well. Now coming to the point of um, Lord's protection. So when Lord saw that, and coming back to the purport of this very verse, that when Lord saw that, that there were no time for the Pandavas to counteract the weapon, he himself, he himself lifted the weapon at the cost of even breaking his vow of not lifting any weapon against enemy. So this is so beautiful, such a beautiful thing about our Lord. He's so personal and so merciful and so loving and caring. The moment he saw that, you know, there is not enough, even the Pandavas are so powerful, they could have protected. Maybe they could have, maybe they couldn't have, but either way, Lord did not wait to see whether the, this, 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 they can protect themselves or not. Lord immediately took up the Astra, which he, as we know the story, when Duryodhan went and Arjuna went for Krishna's uh, help, they... They both went and, you know, Krishna said, you know, I have one side, I have my army, one side, I have myself. I may not be of much use because I will not be lifting my uh, weapon, any weapon against either of you because you both are, you know, are relatives to me and I cannot, I don't want to raise any weapon against you either. So I, so Duryodhan in his heart, he didn't want to take Krishna, but the chance still went to Arjuna because Krishna, when he, he was sleeping he, and when he got up, when he saw first, it was Arjuna. So Arjuna got to choose whether it was army or Krishna and Duryodhana was praying in his heart, let it be Krishna and not, you know, and the army. And as soon as Arjuna said, oh, I will take you, that's how the devotees, whether they get something for the Lord, they get something from the Lord or not, they still choose the Lord. So Arjuna chose Krishna. And Duryodhan was so happy that, oh, I get the army, the best of the army. And at this point, uh, as we have seen that Krishna had vowed that I will not raise the weapon, but now it's about to over, the battle is about to get over, and Krishna is lifting the, the uh, you know, the Shudarsan Chakra against the enemy. And he is breaking his vow. He is breaking his vow here. And Prabhupada says he is better known as Bhaktabatsal or lover of his devotees. And does he prefer to continue as Bhaktabatsal? the one who loves his devotees, then to be worldly moralist who never breaks his solemn vow. So we see Krishna, um, he has done so many things, you know. If you see from a mundane point of view, it may seem, okay, Krishna, he does all this sort of things. He he steals, he, he you know, he takes away, uh, he told Yudhishthir Maharaj, go ahead and lie to Dronacharya that, uh, you know, Ashwatthama is dead. And then he, when um, um, Jarasandha came to, for 17th time, he came and he ran away and he was called uh, Ranchor. We have seen that Lord has, you know, he has broke his promise. He has done so many things which may seem very immortal, immoral from the point of view of uh, a lord, you know, whom we worship, he is a chore, he is a, a runner from the field, and so many things which seems like if we are literally worshipping a lord who does not have, you know, so much of, um, I mean, he might seem doing so many immoral things, but he does it for one, for protecting the devotees, and second thing, he does it for the pleasure of the devotees. 
So for us, he is doing things. He is bringing us pleasure and he is bringing us protection. So for the devotees, he is so, so dear. Whether he lies or he makes his devotee lie, whether he steals or he makes his devotee steal or whatever he does. For us, we don't care. For us, he is our the Lord. And so that's, so such a personal Lord who, uh, you know, who awaits for, you know, for the, for lifetime after lifetime, he awaits for the, for us to turn our face back towards him. So we can again have our loving reciprocation with him. So here this word, we in the, you know, Prabhupada is so clearly saying that Krishna didn't care whether he was a moralist who, you know, keeps his vows. He wanted more, he cared more about being a bhaktavatsal. And when Prabhupada says, I was, when I was reading it, I was feeling Prabhupada's love for Krishna. He's, you know, his words are expressing the love that he has for Krishna, the emotion that he has for Krishna. And Krishna says, Sarva dharma parityajya mame kam sharanam braja aham tvam sarva pape bhyo mokshayami ma suchaha. Abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. I shall deliver you from all sinful reaction. Do not fear. That is the abhai. So the devotee become abhai listening to that. Because Krishna says, become Abhay. Because I will protect you. Just surrender unto me. This is such a, you know, the very much the, what do you say, heart of the, this shloka, uh, 1866, is the heart of the shloka the, that we are reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam 1.8.13. That, you know, just surrender and I will protect. And as I protect you, you become Abhay. So that's what Krishna is asking us. And that's what Prabhupada asks us to be, you know, become fearless, become Abhay by serving the lotus feet of Krishna, which is known as, other day we have heard that he, it is known as Abhay Charana Arvind. You know, the lotus feet of Krishna are called Abhay Charana Arvind. So, with that, I would like to give a pause here. Please forgive me for whatever mistake I have committed and whatever I have spoken beyond my realization. Vancha kalpatar ubhyasya kipa sindhu vacha patita naam pavne veo vishna veo namunam. If any correction or any comment, please say that. Goranga ekdoito. Thank you very much for the class, Mataji. Very, very nice. My question is: Is you mentioned that um, that uh, Krishna reciprocates with the devotee? So, if a devotee is for some time um, feeling like they have no love for Krishna or not feeling that that, that Krishna is loving them um, after chanting for so many years, that um, well, it's their their lack of um, correct me if I'm wrong. Their, their lack of love for Krishna that's that's not being reciprocated. However. We understand that when we come, or at our president, that we don't love Krishna. So how do we get to the point where we love Krishna so that that can be reciprocated? Uh, did I get it correct? Let me just repeat my question. So you said that I have mentioned that few devotees, they say that, you know, we have been chanting for so long and we don't feel the reciprocation. Yeah, but then we being at the new stage, that's what you said? We being at the very beginning, like how do we have the hope? So, yeah. So, I'll just tell you one story that I have heard yesterday. And if that makes sense, and I will, if there's still more, con- maybe we can continue more discussion on that. So, there was this devotee who was serving back in Vrindavan. I forgot the temple's name. So, he was serving to Krishna for a very, very long time, 15 years plus, very, you know, serving bhoga and things like that. And one day he's a pujari there, a very dedicated pujari. And one day he had, um, this thought, I have been doing all this for so long. Does he even eat it? You know, does he even care? I mean, is it is it real, whatever we are doing? You know, sometimes it may feel, don't, don't us, like thinking, whatever we are doing, are we just doing like a, you know, like a fantasy? Like we are just coming to temple, dancing in front. Is he, is he, is he even there? And even if he is there, does he even care if we are here? So those things, that thing, sort of things, this Pujari's mind was going on. And he had cooked a khichiri, I believe. And he has offer, offered it and he just closed the door and he went away. And the very moment he came next time to take the prasad back, the khichdi was all over Krishna's face. And it was like four or five years back story. So, yeah, we do pray to Lord. And the, in the class, they were all saying that we do wish and pray for some reciprocation, if not so much, some reciprocation from Krishna uh, 
that you know just sometimes here and there so that we can continue on this path and we do not deviate thinking this is all imaginary one thing with that i would say if we have complete faith if not yet in krishna but but in shila prabhupada and in our acharyas in our you know our sad goswamis see they had no reason for to tell us something which is a lie they didn't have anything to get from us if prabhupada is at at the age of 70 coming here all the way just for us is risking his life and family and everything just for us with for us to get nothing from him you know i mean from for 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 him to get nothing from us and yet he is putting his life in you know at stake and trying to give us so much what could be the reason nothing but love that he has for krishna and he wanted to distribute it if you read in lilamrit we see that he when he was in brindavan you want to say something to me okay when he was in brindavan and he was so happy he was it's not that he was frustrated in brindavan and so he just came to you know us and just to have some hang out and time pass he was so much satisfied he was satisfied to the point that he wanted to give this satisfaction and love and this you know that you know that the emotion that you get in a dham in brindavan to the entire world like when a mother i'm talking from my point of view like when i eat something really really delicious and i feel oh my son should taste it it is so good so i'll keep a little side for him that when even if he is not around he can get to taste it so that's the kind of emotion our acharyas have for us so even if right now we cannot feel the reciprocation but we do continue as i said prabhu we do continue praying that krishna show us some reciprocation some thing that we can hang on to so that we can continue our uh, bhakti you know our regulative we can follow our regulative principle can continue our 16 rounds and all other rules and regulation that's were given to us we can continue nicely being a good devotee if not pure a sincere devotee so that we i can continue till my last breath give me something to hang on to that is one point and other point prabhupad says that when you are hungry and you eat it nobody should nobody need not you know nobody should tell you okay prabhu you are full now you the moment you are hungry and you eat you know you are full right does anybody need does like our wife our husband or our child or anybody else they need not come and tell us you are full we know when we are full so bhakti is such prabhupad says the moment you start doing it the more you do it the better you feel the more you do it the better you feel i was talking about devotees i don't know i mean what is there i cannot comment on behalf of somebody why they did not feel it but as i said we got to read the scripture we cannot just say okay japa is the only thing we will do the guru worship is the only thing that's why there are nine processes if you get you know you get little overdone with something we move to something else move overdone with that's why it is not only one thing that we just do japa we just do dt worship we do all things everything we do with a balance so that you know our bhakti life is very nicely nourished sometimes i am talking for myself i lack reading scriptures uh, um, and then there are some people who do not l- like to listen to uh, lectures so we we might be lacking somewhere that is not kindling the love for krishna in our heart so does it all make sense prabhu somewhat it is it is like more of a endeavor as we are reading in the verse that it is more of a endeavor from our side when 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 krishna sees this the endeavor is is good enough for him to reciprocate he will reciprocate that's what is my little understanding prabhu yes prabhu most devotees pray to lord nishinga dev on a regular basis we do every rt probably do when we get in the car before we go somewhere we pray to lord nishingadev uh, all the devotees are taking shelter lord nishingadev at at the same time we see that it's, it's like they they still have they still die they still have car accidents they still have they seems like they die just how have how do you really tell that they I mean, have the protection of lord nishingadev because you know some Sure, like I like this morning, I got in the car to come here. I prayed to Lord Nishingadev, and I came here, so I can say yes, I got the mercy of Lord Nishingadev. If I um, if I didn't make it here, and I and you know had a, a car accident, something bad happened, w- would that also still be the mercy of Lord Nishingadev? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. You know, uh, yesterday for the kids' class Bhagavatam, we were discussing that you know this uh, ca- uh, kitten in the mouth of the cat. and the rat in the mouth of the cat 
outwardly it might seems to be the similar thing but the cat feel, the kitten feels so safe and comforted in the mouth of its mother but when it comes to the rat that is half dead thinking that i am in the mouth of death so death is death for the devotees death is krishna for the non devotees or who are not yet devotees for them that is something so devastating because they do not believe there is a life after that so as you said you yourself answered it prabhu you are very learned what do i tell you but uh, yes uh, if narsimha narsinga they protected us that is uh, his mercy because he wanted us to listen something about or live one more day or you know take one more breath so that we can continue our bhakti for a devotee i'm talking and if he didn't want us because he want to meet us so sooner than doing that bhakti then he will take us back you know it is how lord feels because be, the moment we wear this kanti we become as they say bhakti vinod thakur say we are the dogs of krishna so you know the um, the moment we surrender ourselves to krishna so we let him play with our life however um, bhakti vinod thakur says maro bhi rakho bhi jo ichha tor अधिकार मीन्स ही सेदर यू वॉन अल मी और यू वॉन प्रोटेक्ट मी इट इज जस्ट वॉट यू सेट भक्तिविनोद ठाकुर सेज वेदर यू खिल मी और यू प्रोटेक्ट मी आई एम युअर सर्वेंट यू हैव ऑल द राइट टूवर्ड्स मी दैट्स वॉट भक्तिविनोद ठाकुर सेज ऑफकोर्स इट्स वे टू मच ऑफ रियलाइजेशन एंड अंडरस्टैंडिंग एंड टू पुट इट इन द लाइफ एंड प्रैक्टिकलिटी but uh, that's the mood we can always you know uh, meditate upon that you know our acharyas think that way so we can by repeating their songs their words may we also get that kind of realization and little bit of understanding should i should i say something is it okay uh, yes sorry haribo haribo i don't know haribo okay uh This, my thought was that <coughs> I very appreciated that you said that uh, if we follow, we will go definitely to the spiritual world. This is a perfect world, perfect. And uh, if we will fit, if we will follow, you mean we will fit that, yeah? And immediately I start thinking, am I fit? <laughs> And this, my question is, is how to fit to this perfect world where there's only exchange of love? There is nothing. no uh, discrimination no criticism no um, ignorance yes in spiritual world, it's a perfect world everybody know everything they are eternal they full of love to each other and to god of course because they are all part of love part of god how to fit to this <laughs> are you saying prabhu if i i could not hear you very nice prop are you saying how, how to, be how to how to how to be equal to the so are you saying how do we have the same world here in the material world like the spiritual world yes. is it if something i'm not if i'm not doing this now how can i fit to this world that's what i'm so you are saying everything is perfect in the spiritual world but in this material world we have we are through so many things and how do we keep the same mood something like that you are saying it mood. is not a mood i think this is a conscious our consciousness you know? consciousness our consciousness i think that is something to it is like consciousness is also part of our mood isn't it prabhu i mean they say it's our mind it's our mind that uh, uh, that tells us whether we are sad or happy and uh, whatever we feel it is so many times it is more than the external it is more internal you know if somebody insult you he would have insulted you once but by thinking it over and over you are insulting yourself as many times as you are thinking about it so it is the pain is more inside than outside that's the reason I, so of course as i said i'm very very junior to you all i have no right to take this question or you know answer it but whatever i have heard from seniors i can only tell you that so no, maybe i explain not okay. this story it's not my native language english i mean uh, uh, that can i be so be like really believe that i go to spiritual world because i am not fitting to this <laughs> yes this was <laughs> if what makes you think that we have not this perfections now 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 not on my mind not on my mood 
My question is, you know, that I'm not extending this love to each other. You know, Vaishnava sailors and it is like, oh, boring, I don't want to play, I am busy. I mean this. <laughs> I'm not fitting anything. No, I will go to the spiritual world. <laughs> That's he says I mean. he does not feel that he will go back to spiritual. That's yeah, a. Mo- no, I want it, but I. Okay, he said he. I mean, you want. I mean, let me get it correctly. So first of all, you said that you don't feel that you will make it. Did you say something like that, Prabhu? I don't say that I don't feel. Are you feeling that? Perfect and not satisfied, but we are not. How to? <laughs> Basically, how to feel um, Krishna's presence all the time, or feel devotional all the time, or remembering Krishna all this. How how can I think that I'm ready to go there? That's what my question. Is. Very simple. Okay. Okay. So for that, if <laughs> I say there, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I would. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand, Prabhu. So, you know, there's a king, Kulashekhar Alwar, Mukunda Malasotra, who wrote. He was saying, he has a prayer where he says, Krishna, right now, right now I feel very connected to you. I feel very devotional towards you. I feel so much love for you, so much surrendered for you. Right now, please take me because I'm not sure when death actually comes, I will be surrendered and all those things I should be, I will be qualified at that point of time or not. But right now I'm in a good position, I'm in a good body, uh, my mind is working, my, you know, I can bow down, I can do everything for you and I'm in a right mood. Please take me right now so that I can come to you. I show that, you know, it's made sure that I come to back to you. So this is something very dear to my heart. Whenever I feel emotion for Krishna, Kalachanji, I always tell him that, you know, take me right now so that, you know, when, the, when I actually become eligible for death, I should not become uh, not eligible for coming back to you, if, if I make sense, you know, that time I, 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 I'm ready for death, but I may not be ready to come back to you, but right now I'm ready to come back to you, please take me right now, let the death come upon, that's what um, Kul, Kul Shekhar, he's you no know, Alwar, he gave this statement, if that makes sense to you, Prabhu, I mean, what I'm saying, it is not that we cannot, we cannot fall apart of Krishna all the time, at least when we are temp- in the temple, some part of the day, in 24 hours, some time of the day, if we see we have this, uh, we feel emotional for Krishna. When we hear about Krishna, oh, Krishna is Bhakta Batsal, Krishna is so loving, Krishna will take care of me. I'm not alone, I'm not an orphan, I'm a devotee. When we feel all these emotions, when we go through this emotion, at that moment, if we make a prayer, oh, Krishna, I have the right kind of consciousness, I feel qualified to come back to you, please take me back right now. If we continue praying that way, we will, I mean, I feel, Prabhu, it might work or may not. As I said, I'm very, very junior to you. We, it might, it might prolong our time of, you know, our time when we are feeling emotional and devotional towards Krishna. Does that make sense, Prabhu, what I'm saying to you? Did you get? It does, right? So that's what, I mean, many a time it happens that, and then even when I, I, I feel sleepy or I feel tired, I don't feel like doing any nine processes of bhakti, what I'm doing nine. So I tell Krishna, uh, I still, uh, what I do, I still talk to him. You know, I'm feeling jealous, I'm feeling not nice, I'm not feeling, and I, I, I still, I do, I know, I know I'm your devotee, I'm this and this, and like that. And the other thing I was just mentioning before that, if we, even if it out externally, it might be something else internally, even when I get hurt and I don't remember Krishna, I tell him, oh, I did not remember you, Krishna. So, you know, thinking that I did not think Krishna is also, I'm thinking Krishna. And Prabhupada says the more we remember Krishna in the small, small things, Krishna will give us bigger things to think of him. The more we try to think, okay, this like we, when I cross the road, when there is, as Prabhu was saying, when I cross the road, I just, me and my son, we just cross the road and we will say, Jai Shri Kalachanji, Shri Shraddha Kalachanji, as if they protected us, they, they gave us one more chance to serve them. And sometimes there are no cars, it's just empty. We still say, Jai Shri Shraddha Kalachanji. Imagining that if the car would have been there, it would have killed me and I got saved, maybe I'm not seeing something unforeseen. Uh, unforeseen. And something is unforeseen, which I am not able to see with my mundane eyes. 
but krishna is protecting me all the time so what i personally this is very personal to me prabhu um, because you said that's so why i'm just sharing that i try find though i'm very i fail it at every moment but i try to find small things where i can show my gratitude to krishna and i feel personally that these are all my prabhu so please forgive me if i'm saying something out of realization and adhikar so if we show our gratitude even for, suppose you are doing it, that day you played such a wonderful guitar and for half an hour leaving all the work back i just felt like sitting there and listening to your guitar and listen to your kirtan so in return if i said thank you to you it's not that you know that thank you will make your tune different or it will make a difference in your life but it makes your heart happy when somebody appreciate our so that way when we appreciate krishna krishna thank you i'm grateful that you know i'm so grateful i'm so much in gratitude that you have given me this life and moreover that you are letting me serve you the more we express our gratitude krishna's heart will become happy and he will bless us to be in this you know even in this being in material world we can somewhat be blissful and we are not supposed to feel blissful all the time if we do so we will not have the desire to go back but we at the same moment we also not supposed to feel depressed or stressful so much that we forget to remember krishna so it's a balance that's what i feel thank you thank you so much okay. sorry if i said something which is not appropriate thank you shrimad bhagavatam ki shila prabhupad ki bhakta vrind ki gol premanand hari hari bol <laughs>